Hi, readers. Kari here. Alexis and I want to start this week's episode by thanking you all so much for listening to our show. We appreciate each and every one of you. If you follow us on Instagram, Lit Society Pod, then you know we host a semi-monthly giveaway. And these giveaways are amazing. This month is no exception, even though this is the first episode of the second season. The winner will be announced toward the end of our show, so stay tuned. They're taking home a hand-poured custom candle that we create ourselves. You all can find those in our shop at LitSocietyPodShop.com. They'll also get a hardcover copy of Isabel Wilkerson's bestseller, Cast. And lastly, they're taking home a limited edition deck of Uno cards designed by artist Nina Chanel Abney. Now, these come from Mattel and they're not a sponsor. We just bought them because we love these cards so much. They're so fun. I think they might even be sold out. So we wanted to make sure at least one of you guys got one. For your chance to get free stuff in the future, make sure you sign up for our email newsletter. You can do so by visiting our homepage. That's LitSocietyPod.com and signing up. All right. Well, without further ado, let's start the show. Hi, readers. This is Kari. And this is Alexis. And you're listening to season to episode one of oh. Lit Society, a show about books and drama. We doing seasons? Okay. I we love have it. been gone, chilling in the cut, having us a great time. Well, yeah. I have. Alexis has been working nonstop. Okay. So. Which is the life she chose. Don't y'all feel bad for her. She get paid. <laughs> <laughs> this is true but this no how true. you doing my friend what you've been up to what's going on okay so look look i have been doing absolutely nothing but working i oh. really really needed the break because i i it, it would have been really challenging um during this time to do the podcast so i'm, I'm glad we took a break so i feel like you could have used a little longer like oh for sure maybe like the end of january maybe we should think that out maybe like the (laughs) middle of december end of january next next for season three Mm. for season three we can start in december yeah like december of the next year yeah and come back in february maybe because you're still in the thick of it i feel sorry for you you know what yeah what you've been up to tell me about what you've been doing i've been relaxing and getting into a little hobby that i used to enjoy called reading Wow. (laughs) Without the pressure of a podcast. Um, So we'll talk a little bit about some of the books uh, we've been looking into or reading all the way through. And uh, yeah, I'm ready to get started. It's good to see you. (laughs) I mean, I mean, (laughs) see you a lot. (laughs) I mean, for real. Like, didn't we just have a a fun game night with friends a few weeks ago? Oh, my goodness. Thank you to a certain friend who organized a, a trivia national an international international trivia party on zoom that was the most fun on zoom I'm, i've ever had yeah. i feel like there were five to six countries over like 60 people right joined yeah, at least at least that 60. knew her personally i mean can you talk about a legacy can you imagine <laughs> being that well liked <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Not just known, but liked. But liked. Enjoyed. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to you, girl. You really brought some sunshine to my uh dark, dark 2020 December that was winter. Fantastic. That was fun. And yeah, yeah I mean you for and I it together. Yeah. Yeah. Um you and you I You know who you are. <laughs> uh you and I, Alexis, do find time for each other every week. Even if we're volunteering together, we're spending yeah. time together. And yeah. I was going to try to trick you to come into my house. But then um, <laughs> a certain disease started spreading through my workplace. And I just don't need to do that to you. I love you too much. So I, I didn't even go through with the ruse to Ooh, get you over wow. here to watch Tenant for the fifth time oh, with me. Play. I didn't do it. I, I know it's coming out on um on demand j- January 5th. So I will be in the know about that movie. Rental on demand. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, that's the dumb thing about buying movies. That's the dumb thing about buying movies on like Prime. I can't share it with you. (laughs) Right. Because you don't have my password and account. Mm. Mm, Yeah, girl, just watch it on my account. It's fine. (laughs) All right. Let's move it along. A few listeners of this show were kind enough to ask us, Alexis, you and I, 
for what? book recommendations. Oh my. Uh, each one um, gave us like four answers to four questions we posed to them. The first question was number one, what stops you from reading more often? Number two, which movie genre is your favorite? Number three, how much time can you dedicate to reading in a single month? And number four, what's your name? And so since we knew some of these people personally, (laughs) we were able to gauge, you know, what books they may enjoy reading. So let's recommend some books. The first inquirer says they don't have time to read. Their favorite movie genre is thriller suspense, and they have more than five hours available to uh, read in a single month. Did you have any recommendations for this person? I I went to thinking through our um the books that we read um, in 2020. Yeah. And um, since it's thriller suspense, I would recommend. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. Give me a second. Yeah. And, and then there were none. And then they were. Yeah, that's. And then there were none is probably my favorite mystery of all time. Mm-hmm. I second that. If you have more than five hours to read, this is a short book. Yeah. Um. But if you enjoy reading and just don't have the time, you'll knock it out. And maybe this is the perfect uh, novel to get you back into the habit of reading. So, And then if you're um, if you have more than five hours, what was it more than five hours a month or a week? What was the question? A month. Yeah. Well, how much time do you have uh, available each month for reading? Yeah. I, and I guess it depends on if you're a high speed reader. Or, right. you know, read at a casual pace. If you read a, a little bit a few times a week, you could get through that book. And it's um, it's so engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've listened to the podcast, you already know the story. But if you didn't listen to that particular one, you could still um, really be grabbed all the way through that book. Yeah, I really hope you don't listen to this show, uh, Inquirer. <laughs> Obviously you do, but I hope you just missed that episode because the ending is a doozy. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so I also have good feelings about the Thursday Murder Club, which we're reading in February. I haven't read it yet, um, but if you're short on time, it's only 380 pages. It's highly rated by people in our personal circle and critics. Um, the writer is English, and I feel like they're great at being uh, mysterious and sad a little. So, yeah, the Thursday Murder Club. Um, Also, I know that this inquirer is a. I know them personally and I know that they're a fan of history and documentaries. So I also recommend the book I'm currently reading, which is The Nickel Boys by uh, Colson Whitehead. It won the 2019 Pulitzer Prize for Fiction. Um, The Nickel Boys is based on a very true story of a Dozier school. of the Dozier School, a reform school in Florida that operated for over a century um, and had its history exposed by an investigation conducted by the University of South Florida. So it's fiction based in very much reality. It was named one of Time's best books of the decade. And if you're short on time, it's a shorter book. So uh, I recommend that. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Let's move on to our second inquirer. This person with the initials AP, they just flat out say they don't enjoy reading. That's what's stopping them from reading. I appreciate the honesty. Uh, Their favorite movie genre, thriller, suspense. That seems to be popular. And how much time can they dedicate a month? More than five hours. Do you have any recommendations for AP? Well, you know, if you don't enjoy reading, I find that kind of difficult. So I say start out with the basics. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to YA or, uh, <laughs> you know, the kids section, because those <laughs> books are really fun. I see okay? where this is going. OK, I, I'm just going to throw that out there. And if you want um, thriller. Mystery. I'm going to recommend Nancy Drew. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, what can I say? And you we might got have- a book. In our club with Nancy Drew, it's a short read. If you don't enjoy reading, you want a short, easy read. I probably could recommend a couple more, but um, I'm going to start with that one. I think it would be any Nancy Drew specifically, any Nancy Drew. But I always like to start off with the beginning. And so in our catalog this year, um, we are reading 
the first in her series, and I think it's called... Oh, The, the Old Clock. Something about a clock. Can I tell you, I've never read a Nancy Drew book. Oh, the Babysitter's Club, none of them people, because... um. They don't look like me. And I just didn't think I would relate to their lives. <laughs> but it's mm. supposed to be fantastical. This is a fiction YA. I really appreciate you exposing me to literature I would have never <laughs> read in my life. <laughs> and you know what, AP? Um, maybe reading this children's book <laughs> will help you tap into a period, a nostalgic period in life where you enjoyed reading uh, before life got so busy. If you um, ever did. If you ever did, because <laughs> some people just do not enjoy reading. And never have. Yeah, never have. But I think this would be a good uh, start off. Well, you know, people who hate reading, I feel just haven't found the right book. And I know this uh, inquirer also. You just uh, know everybody. Yeah, oh. what a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that they said they have more than five hours to read a month, but I think if you don't enjoy reading, maybe start off with a quick read. And mm -hmm. so um, this person loves thrillers and suspense in their movies. So I'd like to recommend a dark comedy. I know it's not a thriller. I know it's not suspense, but if you got kind of like a dark sense of humor, which this person does, okay. I think you'd really enjoy convenience store woman by Sayaka Murata. Uh, this is a Japanese novel. I think it was the first by um, Sayaka to be translated into English. It became an international su success. It is 163 pages. Can I tell ooh, you? It ooh, is a I very like lengthy uh, pamphlet, which I love. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like and it's it. just a great book. I read it during the break, um, but it's been talked about for years. I feel like it was translated two years ago. Um, it's the perfect novel for people who question societal norms um, for free thinkers, for those who haven't quite reached the expectations thrown upon them by strangers who don't even know them. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> I found it hilarious and a poignant, um, like a, a poignant, um, like um, analogy maybe for the unwarranted audacity of society. <laughs> so, I believe. I'm going to put like that in that. our list. I see uh, that coming for us in March. The Convenience Store Woman by Sayaka Murata. Okay. Um, yeah, that I, like I enjoyed that. And if you indeed must have a thriller and you haven't heard our episode covering the book, then I'm going to recommend again. And then There Were None by Agatha Christie. It's 264 mm -hmm. pages. I read it in a day, although I did not plan to read it in a day. That's how in, just taken in by the story I was. And um, it's it's a great, great time. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to, especially nowadays, we're over good, bad things happening to good people. It's time for a story where bad <laughs> things happen to bad people. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, then, then there we're done. I second that recommendation. <laughs> I was going to um, say that earlier, but I decided to just go, you know, if a person don't read, don't like reading, I say just start with the, the young books. OK, because no, there's good. something to that. And I mean, um, and George don't, Orwell is very heavy, actually. Uh, but, but that's the stuff. It's perfect for nowadays. Um, I'm putting 1984 mm -hmm. on our list uh, this year. Um and his books are aren't too long, so if, no. if you yeah. just gotta hop back in there, or or kids books, yep. I think, and, and uh, I don't think um, the idea that it's a kids book should make you um, feel any type of way because I just love a kids book. I find them very entertaining. Um, when you put Charlotte's we Web read? on my list, okay, thank you. I rolled Charlotte's my eyes Web. so hard, and can I tell you, I was just reading all <laughs> into that story. I said, mm -hmm. "Now this book is about finding your way in life, despite your circumstances." You know, your adult mind will just apply it to your own personal story. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. I'm gonna stop putting down the baby books. Please stop. They have a place, and their place is in my heart. Hmm. <laughs> well, let's go to the, our final um, inquiry. Now, uh, we asked what stops this person. This person's initial is M. Uh, we asked M, what stops you from reading more often? And they said, it's difficult finding a book I want to read. Ooh, I commiserate. Uh, which movie genre is your favorite? Again, thriller suspense. And Everybody. what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone loves thriller suspense. Me too. 
Um, how much time can you dedicate to reading in a single month? They also say more than five hours. What would you recommend to M? So um, my thought was the Thursday reading club. I thought. Mm. Um, so that sounds like a great book. Is it also related to the Thursday murder club? Oh, <laughs> I think it is. It might even be the same exact title. <laughs> One in the same. <laughs> the correct title. Have you read if it I yet? Will. No, I haven't read it yet, but I am um, eagerly looking forward to it. It's about um, a group of 70-year-olds that solve mysteries. So it made me think of all the crime shows back in the uh, 90s. Like there was a um, Angela Lansbury. I can't think of the name of the show. That she did. Murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. And it made me it makes me think of um the other guy. Uh Perry Mason. Oh, Matlock or Columbo? Matlock. I'm is just that trying Andy to go through Andy all the Griffin? shows my mom uh was watching before I went to school, huh? Is that Andy <laughs> Griffin? Is Matt yeah, I think Matlock yeah, is Andy Matt Griffin. Yeah, Matlock is Andy Griffin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it makes me I only read about it. So but it makes me think of that. Yeah. Older folks, um, you know, solving crime. So I'm excited about that book. And I think everybody should read it until, you know, and be excited with me. <laughs> and we just hope it's great. We just going off of what our friends then told us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this and book might be friends, trade disturbing. Mm-hmm. If you lie to me, you are going to pay. You know who you are. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know what? Um, um, I know you love a good thriller and suspense, but can I please recommend Where the Crawdads Sing? Ooh, I feel like this is a different type of page turner where it's a very character based novel. Um, It's not about the suspense, but the suspense is there. And if you heard the reveal at the end in our episode, that was our very first episode, official episode of this show of Lit Society. The book still isn't ruined for you because it's so rich. It's so layered that we couldn't cover all of those layers. And um, I mean, I love it. I know that M does not want no foolishness. They don't want no scandal, you know. Okay, M. But if they did, I would also recommend Daisy Jones and the Six. Um, This is a book that um, Content Warning does discuss very blatantly drug use. and. I will say that a couple of our books this first quarter are going to talk about uh, drug use, whether it be uh, the way drugs were glamorized in the 60s and what that actually meant for people, people's lives or. Yeah. uh, Yeah. 60s or 70s Mm -hmm. when it was kind of like um, unknown, the dire effects that some drugs would have on uh, people and societies and families. And we're also going to talk about, you know, what it's like nowadays with uh, crack and um, the opioid crisis being at the forefront of society and what that's really doing to entire cities. So none of this is like glamorizing, but it is very um, matter of fact. So if you can get over that and um, a little harsh language warning, I will also say then Daisy Jones in the Six. That was a very layered story. Also, um, M, if you were born, um, you know, a few decades ago, then <laughs> look, this is my mom. So, <laughs> mama, look. You know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the posing. I'm tired of it. Okay, so, mama. Um, one thing I really loved about Daisy Jones and the Six is uh, it made me think about the music that I really loved coming up, which was that old, old stuff uh, from the 60s, a little bit of the 50s and a lot of the 70s. And so does, that's another element. Did you start that book already? Indeed, I did. I okay, know. what do you think so far? Um, I've actually listened to it already. I'm ready to. Um, the entire show. book? Mm-hmm. Audiobooks are so clutch. Yeah, I I did that last week. So, yeah. You know, I'm glad you said that because if you are um, not a big reader, can we also suggest getting into an audiobook? I Mm -hmm. know Alexis has her hangups and she feels like (laughs) listening to a book is not reading it and you don't get the full point. You get 75% participation. 
However, well, I, can I stop you and say it just depends on what kind of learner you are. So mm. for me, I need to see words on page and listening. I, I'm not capturing it all. So please go ahead with your story. <laughs> I would like to know if there's a part of our brain, if science has done some study and there's a part of our brain exercise in reading that is not activated by listening. I could see that uh, listening is definitely more passive. Um, but some stories are even better listened to. And Daisy Jones and the Six is our book for next week. Um, I both read and listened to that book. And I will say I felt like nothing was lacking in the audio book. In fact, the performance is spectacular. So. It is. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm, I started reading it um, last week as well. So, yeah, the performance is great. Are you scared you're going to give something away? If I talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't like that. <laughs> OK, no problem. And again, the language <laughs> and the drug use um, is pretty strong. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so that's a, a caveat there. But um, yeah, that's a story. And we're covering it next week, you guys. Also, while we're talking about next week's book, we have like a little pseudo announcement. We're going to start something for 2020. I don't know why I'm talking like this. We're going to start doing something in 2021 uh, that we've been talking about for a while. And that is video episodes. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm ready for that. Girl, you ready? Uh, the first. I mean, want to hide. I can't hide on a video screen. <laughs> that means the same day it's released on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else, you will be able to see our faces, our mugs. We'll um, be there. <laughs> hosting the podcast on YouTube. And that will be the same day, every Thursday, around 6 a.m. Central Time, I'll say. Um, so look forward to that. Our first episode video live episode will be Daisy Jones and the six next Thursday. And we're not going to start a Patreon account and, you know, make you guys pay for it because democracy. And second, I don't really know how to do that. Or we would. <laughs> <laughs> so it's free because I ain't got time to be learning patriotic here. Anybody got time for that? <laughs> Please encourage us if you enjoy it and comment below uh, when those videos start going. And then there'll be the first episode of every month will be a video episode. So, all right. Well, that's been our little book recommendations. Maybe we should start incorporating this into our show. It's pretty fun, actually. I like telling people what to read. Hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. I mean, even though our whole premise is based on recommendations. Yes, that's and kind stuff, of our I show. Still, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, okay? <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm just sick of spoiling books for people. I, I just, yeah. So it's what nice. What if we just, just told the whole story and left off the end? Ooh. <laughs> That'd be like punching the, the air at just us. be angry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and put Alexis on the spot. Oh, great. <laughs> giveaway this month's winner is LaShawn B congratulations LaShawn you are taking home some amazing goodies to claim your prize please contact us before Thursday January 21st by emailing us from the same email address that you use to sign up for our newsletter that's important it has to be the same email address that you use to sign up for our newsletter and send us your mailing address we'll get this out this week you have one week to claim your prize. Congratulations. And we are back. <laughs> are we're we? Back. Are we? And we're ready to put Alexis on the spot. Now, during our break, actually a little before our break, I was trying to um, support other creators, uh, which we both love to do. Um, and there's a website called supportblackauthors.com. And they sell trivia games, Alexis. Oh, gosh. Trivia. I will take a photo of this very fun game. And you don't have to be like a Rhodes Scholar to know these answers. But, but it I don't help. be knowing answers, okay? <laughs> I don't be knowing answers. Can mm -hmm. we just say that? And can I, can I just 
just say this is the judgiest title of a trivia game, Support Black Authors. So I feel like if I don't know these answers, I'm not supporting black authors. And I'm going to be like, so (laughs) I have read some before. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. So let's get started. Um, Again, this is from supportblackauthors.com. This is their trivia game, their card game. A lot of fun. We're going to. Mess with Alexis and play. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number one, Alexis and those listening at home. What was not an author? Oh, see, I can't even read how I'm going to play the game. See, who was not an author in the Harlem Renaissance? Multiple choice. Seriously? Mm-hmm. A, Nella Larson. B, Langston Hughes. C, Jean Toomer. D, Ida B. Wells. This one I thought was easy. Uh, I'm going to go with Ida B. Wells. Right. Of course. (laughs) Because I had learned in one of our books that she is a journalist. Okay. Okay. Shout out to, what was that? Black Fortunes? Black Fortunes. Yes. I mean, I knew that, but you know, I, really learned about her in that book okay i learned about ida b wells when chicago named congress after her and that's oh, yeah. very mm-hmm. common street so i'm behind exactly mm-hmm. all right no shame next name and we, we only have a few of these name please the, and thank you okay you're doing great <laughs> name the oldest black imprint in traditional publishing that was acquired by harper collins in 1999 a riverhead b Amistad, C, Little Brown, or D, Abacus. Now, now, what are we talking about again? Yeah, name the oldest black imprint in traditional publishing. It was acquired by HarperCollins in 1999. I mean, I don't know, but can you tell me the options again? I don't know. Okay, well, you read the book. <laughs> so name the oldest black, oh, the options. Uh, real quick, name the oldest black imprint in traditional publishing that was acquired by HarperCollins in 1999. A. Riverhead. B. Amistad. C. Little Brown. D. Abacus. Okay. So I only know two of those names, and I'm gonna just play on one of them, and I'm gonna say Amistad. <laughs> you got it, ding, ding, dang. <laughs> you are on your way to this prize that you didn't even ask about, so I ain't giving you nothing. Because, because, I know it's all a dark hole, so, okay. <laughs> you know these are all empty promises. Mm-hmm. You're doing great, though, girl. Okay, next. Who said this, Alexis? This is, I'm only picking those that are quote-unquote I shouldn't even say that. Just because yeah. I know I don't mean that easy. And it might be Ex- something you know exactly. that I don't. Exactly. There absolutely are some of these uh, <laughs> that you know and I don't. So let me stop doing that. Who said this? To be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all the time. It is multiple choice, but you just want to tell me who said Nope. It? I want all the choices. What? <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the choices, please. Well, if you don't know, that ain't going to... Oh, let me update our reading list because I got some books you need to read. Okay. A, Toni Morrison. B, Angela Davis. C, Malcolm X. Or D, James Baldwin. Hmm. I'm going to say James Baldwin. Okay. There we go. Of course. And again, that famous quote is, to be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all the time. Mm-hmm. James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Next. I appreciate that. <laughs> just those three. I, this might be a fun game <laughs> because I could eliminate. And yeah. something I might Multiple know. choice is always helpful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't be asking me to just go off the top of my head. That's nonsense. No, no. That, yeah, that's foolishness. Okay, we got four more. Here we go. Oh, I thought that was it. <laughs> it ain't here we go. <laughs> Alexis, how many copies of the novel Things Fall Apart by Chinua Achebe covered on the Lit Society podcast season one? <laughs> See, that's, been, what it's, that's a nut. <laughs> that's what it say on the card. I don't oh, know. yeah, sure. Have been sold worldwide. How many copies of that book have been sold? A, 5 million. B, 10 million. C, 20 million, or D, 25 million? 
This is tricky, actually. It's more arbitrary. Go ahead and give your guess. 5, 10, 20, or 25 million? Uh, I don't know. 5, 10, 20, 20 or 25. 25. Yeah. 5, 10, 20. I'm going to say $20 you got it. Ding, ding, ding. Hey. Can I just say? You are oh, I mean, three, four, four and four. oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> from what I remember from football before I stopped watching because y'all want to uh, play games. Okay, here we go. Hey, now all of you people that are at home thinking that I was going to get them all wrong. <laughs> In your face, In your mama. Face. Okay. So anyway, but I'm not going to get too excited. Because I know. Because you humble, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But you got this. What author wrote A Lesson Before Dying and the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman? Ooh. A, Ernest Gaines. B, James Baldwin. C, Richard Wright. Or D, Ishmael Reed. I absolutely have no idea. Take a guess. Ernest Gaines, James Baldwin, Richard Wright, or Ishmael Reed. Um, the the um, works are A Lesson Before Dying and the Autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. I, the Autobiography of Jane, uh, Miss Jane Pittman, Miss Jane Pittman sounds very familiar. And the other book, A Lesson yeah, Before a lesson Dying. Before dying. Mm-hmm. I cannot think, none of these names sound like the who I thought was the author. I hate that, yeah. So, um, I never know time. the author. I know you yeah. said James Baldwin, but what were the other three? Ernest Gaines, James Baldwin, Richard Wright, Ishmael Reed. Um, Ishmael Reed or what was the first one? Ernest Gaines. The third one. Richard Wright. Yeah. <laughs> Could you t- tell by my inflection that ain't the answer? We're going to give we going to go ahead and do a uh what is it? You want to be a millionaire? Okay, it's not James Baldwin, which you it's, know. It's that your final answer. And it's not Richard Wright. So between Ernest Gaines and Ishmael Reed, who it is? Ernest Gaines? <laughs> you got you full point <laughs> ding, ding, ding. girl you support your black office <laughs> and we got two more here oh, we go no. <laughs> this is making my head hurt this is stressing me out question who was the first woman of color to receive the Pulitzer Prize for fiction in 1983 do you want to go ahead and give it a guess without the um, whatchamacallit no I need options A. Maya Angelou B. Octavia Butler and remember, this is 1983. This was one. Okay, C, Tony Morris. Wow, sorry, you guys. C, Tony Morrison or D, Alice Walker. Who was the first woman of color to receive the Pulitzer Prize for fiction in 1983? A, Maya Angelou. B, Octavia Butler. C, Tony Morrison or D, Alice Walker. 1983. So, oh, so many choices, right? So uh, maybe eliminate some. Okay, I'm going to eliminate. um, I want to eliminate Maya. Great. Yeah, makes sense. That's number one, right? Yeah, that's A. And two was, who was two again? Octavia Butler. Octavia Butler is was hers considered sci-fi. I'm thinking of one of her books. And then um Tony Morrison. Morrison. And I just remember that I think Can I give she you a did hint? win a, a Pulitzer. Yeah. So in our shop from the very beginning, we have sold these Lit Society mugs that feature four black female stop authors. It, stop it. I don't know who they are. Am I supposed to know <gasps> That's that? That's our product. <laughs> I designed that. Do you really be looking at these designs I'll be sending you? <laughs> I, do. I am heartbroken. Don't be heartbroken. It's a she memory thing. She wouldn't even thing. let me finish, y'all. She said, just stop it. I don't care nothing about the shop. We ain't trying to sell merch. We trying to solve these questions. I feel you. 
Okay, so who was the first woman of color? <laughs> Morrison is the only name I remember on there. The rest of them was men. Uh, uh, no, they're all women. Oh, <laughs> every single one is a woman no. by design. Oh, so anyway, um, this we'll is not let for that me. Go. <laughs> what? This is not for me. You see, you see. Okay, so can you pick an answer? Uh, the wrong answer. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, listen. Um, can I get the other three? The sure. I'll give them all to you again. You've already scratched off Maya, but it's uh, Maya, Octavia Butler, Toni Morrison, and Alice Walker. In 83. 83. I want to be That's right. That's clue. I know. I want to be correct. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm, you know, having a hard time being correct. Shout out to support black authors. This game good. Especially <laughs> when you're just asking the questions and you laughing at people like, do better in your blackness. Uh, and, and, I, and, and mind you, I be know blacker. all these Be authors. better. <laughs> I what? do know the authors. But I know so I'm going to suggest that it was not Toni Morrison, <laughs> Great but guy. it was Alice. What was the second one? <laughs> Octavia oh, Butler. Octavia Butler. I'm going to say it's Alice Walker. You don't deserve this answer <laughs> that you got. 100%. Ding, ding, ding. Alice Walker. I'm going to go and back and lastly, look at that mug I be drinking out of every other day. I'm going to really <laughs> look at it, like, on the other you side. You the merch? Just uh-huh. look at it. Yeah, I'm going to look at it. Mm-hmm. I be trying to show it to other people so they know. <laughs> Not so I know. They need to know. And listeners, you can find that mug on LitSocietyPodShop.com. <laughs> Last question. Mm. What is the title of the first novel written by an African-American published in the U.S. of A.? Mm. A, the red record. B, our nig. C, Iola Leroy. D, quicksand. The first title. What is the title of the first novel written by an African American published in the USA? Um, this one. I knew because I didn't know the other three. <laughs> That's okay, it. run them to me again. Please. Sure, yeah. The Red Record, Our Nig, Iola Leroy, Quicksand. I'm just going to really, really and truly guess this one. Quicksand. Ah, oh, your only loss. That is Our <laughs> Nig. I, I said, that's too <laughs> obvious. That can't be the answer. Right. <laughs> A little too on the nerves. Um, girl, you did good. One, two, three, four, five, six wins. I, I mean, I think this game is great fun. It would be a lot of fun with some wine and some um, snacks and some more yeah. other drinks. You know, like yeah. water and stuff. Just shooting a breeze. I feel like you could play this and then play the black card game and that would be a wonderful evening. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Look that up, guys, if you don't know that game. It's really fun. That looks fun. Um, it is fun. Yeah. So, um, again, that's supportblackauthors.com. They did not give me this. I bought this game and it is enjoyable. It is enjoyable. I had fun guessing those answers. I did know some of them. I knew the answers. Yeah. Yeah. No, you did great. Even the ones you guess, I feel like that's your subconscious telling you what you already know. Mm -hmm. You just, you know, don't Mm -hmm. remember that you know it, but you know it. And I do Mm -hmm. have memory issues. Let me Mm -hmm. just say that. We all do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially nowadays, since one day runs into the next, runs into the next, runs into the next year. Absolutely. You know how hard it is to remember the month that something happened? Soon it's going to be hard to remember the year. Because we're not getting over coronavirus by March, you guys. I know some of you really want that. Yeah, that's expectation, right? Yeah, that would be great. I mean, I would love it. I'm ready to go somewhere. All right. So, Alexis, what can let's... What can list so Alexis, what can listeners expect from Lit Society this second season? Mm. <laughs> well, in addition to the announcement, I mean, we posted the list for the first um, what is it, two months that's up? Yeah. Already? So we yeah, got those we, our schedules actually privately, our schedule's done through March. Mm-hmm. So um, but we have already published through mid February mm-hmm. what we're reading. 
And then we mm-hmm. got that uh, first episode of every month is going to be, you know, on the video. <laughs> on the videos. Yeah. On the videos. Yeah. So I got to be All ready right. to be on camera. So, you know that. But I think we got some really exciting books ahead. So yeah. I think that's going to be really engaging. Everybody, y'all have fun because mm-hmm. we'll have fun. I think if we have fun, they'll have fun. We also talked about having more variety with our weekly theme um, because we're not a self-help pie house, So we don't always want to be like, this is a great way to do this. Um, Sometimes, too, we just don't know. So we just, yeah, would rather talk about something else. Yeah. So we're going to have more laughs, more fun um, and more reading. It's going to be great. More reading. More reading. So what are you reading right now? Um, Right now, I'm reading a book that I hope to add to our list is um, Salt, Fat, Acid, and Heat. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Tell us about it, please. So Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat is by Samin Nasrat. Mm-hmm. And it's a cookbook. It's a cookbook and it teaches you really like the core of cooking Mm -hmm. and every aspect, salt, fat, acid, heat, and how all those things contribute to like a great dish. And one of the things I loved about reading, um, I think it was a prologue. She said that it helps you. I mean, I think a lot of people can just, well, I do. I think a lot of people can just stand in the kitchen and pull something out of the refrigerator and, and put it together and make a meal. Mm-hmm. I feel like people can do that. So mm. um, I feel like you do when I, I be talking about how I read a book in a day. And you'd be like, mm-hmm, that's cute for you. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> oh, you just pull stuff together mm, and it's edible. That's cute for you. Great. <laughs> Okay. We all got goals. All right, dear. Yeah. So she said the goal is to not is to teach you how to not necessarily follow a recipe, but just be able by taste put meals together. So I'm already enjoying it, and I look forward to us doing it. And then I there's another cookbook, um, kind of cookbook group. Club yeah, you're like I quote found. unquote cookbook because these books are just as much like nonfiction advice books as they are cookbooks yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so she's got stories in there that i really enjoy but i think we're gonna have fun because we're gonna get to cook with that and um we'll share pictures and stories about what we cooked and how we prepared our meals maybe we'll um slice in like sound bites during the episode like we did for fill the fear and do it anyway um, about us trying different things from the book and how that turned out. That's going to be fun. I yeah. look forward to it. I think that'll be fun too. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. What about you? What have you been reading? Well, just um, also going back to what our listeners can expect out of 2021. Sorry, I couldn't remember the question. No, you're, you're right. We're talking about books. So oh. I'm just going back briefly though, because um One thing we really aim to do in 2020 is record, record, produce, produce, content, content, content. So I'm really looking forward to taking major holidays off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm looking forward to just having a week to do whatever we want, which is usually, you know, still see each other in some way, but not talk about the podcast. (laughs) And (laughs) so, uh, but as far as books that I've been reading, I mentioned Convenience Store Woman. Um, I put that on the level of uh, a confederacy of dunces and it's comedy without the crass. <laughs> so oh, okay. uh, confederacy is very crass. It is very, you know, a lot of things are distasteful, um, but it, it is really hard to put into literature comedy to make someone read and laugh is a special skill set. And I, I know that convenience store woman, some people consider it dark, almost like, um, I don't know, like what the, I don't know. I don't know. People have issues with the book. I found it to be pure comedy and I'm very interested to see what you think and what our listeners think after they read the book. Also, I read um, Long Bright River by Liz Moore. Um, That book um, takes place in Philadelphia and it's really, it's about um, our protagonist and her sister, but it's more 
on a broader level about what drug addiction does to families, societies, and then cities. Um, so mm, that'll be an interesting one. And then, um, yeah, um, I have read some books that I'm not mentioning now because they disappointed me. Hello, Goodreads. I'm done listening to you. I don't think you know what I like. <laughs> um, and while some of these picks for uh, the Goodreads People's Choice Award are great books, some of them are flat out not. Also, um, I feel like some of the books we loved last year, for example, um, Sound of Stars by Alicia Dow. Really, not even mentioned. Really it's, great book. Mm-hmm. That book is not talked about enough. Yeah. Um, it is YA, but it is um, fun, feel good, um, imaginative. And it makes so, you want to see a movie about it. Yeah. Instead of like forcing itself into film. Right. Hi, uh, woman in the window. <laughs> <laughs> this book more, you you naturally organically want to see it. On uh-huh. film. Yeah. Yeah. It was so easy. Like, oh, this would be great. The next part of blah, blah. I just. I and I that. really hope that's coming. I hope Alicia Dow is not discouraged by this pandemic and what it did to everyone's book tours. Again, The Sound of Stars. We love that book. It's not talked about enough. Um, But I went through the Goodreads, like People's Choice Awards and like, because you know I love reviews. You do love reviews. You do. Foolishness. Mm -hmm. I went through those winners and some are okay. Um, Of course, uh, Such a Fun Age is on there. Mm -hmm. So they got it right sometimes, but they did not get it right more, more often than not. And it's hard to do a People's Choice Award because the pool is still... Um, bias yep. <laughs> because the pool of people on Goodreads the majority have a certain POV yeah. and so all of these books reflect we are attracted to often what reflects our own personal POV right. I feel like on this show of course we have to have a more diverse catalog of books that we're going through or library of books and that's a great thing but on my own before this show I was reading a lot of nonfiction from people who looked like me about my life experience. So um, that's what a lot of readers are doing. They have no reason not to. Uh, so, yeah, it's disappointing, actually. Yeah. So, well, that's interesting. I was going to, I forgot what I was going to say. I was going to say, I, I always read a variety of books. You are just an open-minded person. <laughs> you do not push yourself into a category you are you yeah you know and and you're great at (laughs) self-acceptance well that was nice of you thank you you don't need the validation that's you no (laughs) true (laughs) um you know what another book that i read and it's it's in the line of a self-help book you know i enjoy self-help oh that's right you do love self-help books though the irony go ahead only did not (laughs) Yeah, we only read one this year, but I also read the food prescription for better health. So I was reading some health books while while we were away. One of them was about apple cider vinegar. They're really short books, but I haven't finished them. I just I was like literally reading a little bit every day and, you know, but I'll be finished. They're short books. I'll be finishing a little bit. Maybe we should uh, read Elijah Muhammad's book, uh, Eat to Live. Don't, what is it called? Oh, you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be fun. But isn't that book pretty long? <laughs> See, I it might be. save our life, but how many pages <laughs> is it? Girl, I'm with you. Uh, here, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> I is think the that's point. a great question to ask. Let's get real. <laughs> Uh, Elijah Muhammad, How to Eat to Live. That book is 123 pages. Oh, I'm adding it. <laughs> no, no. I've been needing a break from all the books that uh, Kari be giving us that are like yeah, okay. four or all 500 right. pages in length. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I have sure, to insert sure. the sure, sure. short books. Yes, I okay. do. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm adding so- it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah there's that Um, we have some really fun books coming up on the list Um, I am going to read again um, the autobiography of Malcolm X with you this time I am going to listen to it because uh, Lawrence Fishburne decided to record an audiobook uh, with Audible last year so it'll be fun to digest that book in a different medium Um, I'm really looking forward to cast I haven't read it on our break because I just 
Uh, haven't. <laughs> but I am looking forward to it. I'm the warmth of other sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I was really hoping yeah. we would do it um, early. I was thinking, not hoping, thinking that we yeah. were going to read it earlier. But um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm yeah, it's on my bookshelf cast. looking at me. I'm going to crack that open. It's shorter than The Warmth of Other Suns, uh, which is a great book, which we covered in a two-part special episode mm-hmm. uh, last season. But enough about last season. On to the new. Uh, so Cast is coming up. That's going to be great. I've been trying to get into these Ready Player One books. I will tell you, I started Ready Player One. I bought Ready Player Two. I don't know if it's for me. Wait, uh, Ready Player? Is oh, it like wow. a game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and uh, a movie by Steven Spielberg. Oh, but I, I mean, I yeah. I didn't I didn't grow up with that. I don't know. I don't know. I just now. Um, but I'm gonna try. So I'm gonna get into Ready Player One. I'm gonna finish it, and then uh, do Ready Player Two. Okay. Uh, I would love also some graphic novels, comics. You know, I've been looking at one. I came across one, but I think it's an it hasn't been translated to English yet. That's a pro- common problem. Okay. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, it it's not translated. When I look for it, the English side of the interweb did not find it. So is it Japanese? No. Mm-mm. Okay. What is it? I don't. I I don't remember. Maybe some Eastern. Um, okay. Eastern language. Well, so, you know, yeah. we'll find something. Mm-hmm. Put it on the list. Anyway, friend, it's good to see your face. Yeah, it's always good to see you. Oh, <laughs> I added a book that you already told me you don't like. Now you got to tell the world why you don't like it. And that is Ladies Detective Agency. So are you looking oh, forward to it or not? Yeah. So I don't like that book for the same reason that I would love but never read again. Memoirs of a Geisha. And if you know, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like devouring a good meal and then finding out the chef don't know nothing about what the ingredients they use. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. But um, I just, and also I'm not going to give too much away because it is on our list now. I won't be reading it again. I feel like I read it once last year. That'll be my week off. (laughs) Um, But it did spark a uh, mini series with Jill Scott. uh, Don't forget. That's a name. So, I mean, I know people love that story. Um, and that's all I'll say. Okay. Did I answer the question? I didn't. It doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter. All right. So what are we reading next week, Alexis? Next week, Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor yeah, Jenkins Reed. You got it. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for listening to our um, intro episode into season two. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next Thursday. Lit Society is brought to you by Alexis Sanaria and Kari Herrera. Support the cause by leaving a five-star review for our show on Apple Podcasts, along with a comment about why you absolutely love us. We love y'all too. Because we love you. (laughs) We do. If you've enjoyed what you just heard, tell a friend about Lit Society. Visit LitSocietyPod.com for show notes, this month's book list, and to sign up for our amazing email newsletter. You can also email us for book recommendations because we have fun. I don't know what Alexis is talking about. She loves uh, recommending books to people. (laughs) (laughs) um, Catch us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Not really Facebook. We don't go over there, but you know. And until next time, read something. something. Yeah. (laughs) Ha <laughs> <laughs>